All right. Hello and welcome back to episode two yes. of Second Chance Cinema. Uh, my name is Liam. And I'm Rowan. And uh, this week's episode is Thor The Dark World. Um, we picked this movie because I think it is one of, if not the lowest rated of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Some movies recently may have overtaken it, but um, it's got a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, okay. And I, this is, of course, the sequel to the original Thor. Right. Um, it's the second standalone Thor movie. Um, takes place after The Avengers uh, from 2012. So this movie's from 2013. Um, yeah, like I said, eight, 6.8 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up some reviews of the movie um, on IMDb. So we've got a, a 2 out of 10. It says completely on autopilot. Um, <laughs> says uh, there, are, there are no stakes to this film, and there are a lot of places to direct blame. The acting, aside from Tom Hiddleston, is next to unwatchable. Mm. <clears throat> um, Ouch. <laughs> so this is a long review. I'm not going to read yeah. the whole thing. I think we get the point. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've got a 4 out of 10. It's time that comic book fans start to do, start to demand more from these films before the entire genre evaporates into a disposable, commercialized heap like it does here. Oh, my. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He did not like that movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Po I don't know if that aged well or didn't age well <laughs> from I, from a, this is literally 10 years ago this yeah. is a ten year, <laughs> uh, we need to start demanding more right so <laughs> well they're I still feel, making them so they're still making them they're yeah. still making money but we've also had some really good comic book movies yeah we have uh yeah. even in the marvel cinematic universe some some really good ones yeah so yeah um that, another user gave it three out of ten a four out of ten a uh, two out of ten. Yep, they got the dark part right. Oh dear, that was that uh, <laughs> the worst film of the year. Loud, obnoxious, and all over the place. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so not a super well received film. <laughs> well at least, well received, at no. least from the users on IMDb. Right. So, yeah, we watched this film. So, um, I had actually not watched this film before. I've seen a lot of the Marvel stuff, but okay. I just missed this one when it came out. Okay, didn't watch it, and then. I guess heard heard it was not great, so I saved my money and uh, didn't had any yeah. didn't have any desire to watch it. Right. Um, also, I I think at that point I wasn't like aware of like the phases. You've got you know Marvel Phase One and then Phase Two. They mm. had, I thought like okay, well we've had the Avengers team up. Right, right. Why why do I need to watch the solo more solo films? Right. Like right. why do I need to watch Thor again? Like I've already yes. seen him with the Avengers. Why do I need to do that? Right. Um, but anyway, so I hadn't seen it. I believe you had not seen it either. No, I had not seen it. And I actually have not seen a lot of the Marvel Universe films. So I was really watching this from a standalone point of view. Okay. So and, uh, that definitely made a difference to me. So. so did you have any frame of reference at all? Did you like well, I read mean, I a know... plot synopsis of the first one at all? Or like generally you were aware or what was your... I had a, a quick overview basically of the order that the films come in so that I would know. And that when I was reading over that summary, it placed a timeline for me. So I knew that this film took place 
as far as the timeline of the universe goes way before the Avengers and, um, and according at least to what I was reading. So mm. there was that. And obviously I've heard of Thor. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, having spent a few years in Australia, that was I was in Australia in 2013 and he was really blowing up at that point. Oh, so yeah, I'm sure that was exciting for Australians over there. So, <laughs> yeah, very exciting for them. So but really, that's about it. I mean, OK, yeah. So I actually I I, I watched the first Thor in preparation for this. Okay. I had some extra time. Yeah, like, yeah. Might as well watch the first one yep. just to get a sense of the character mm -hmm. as he was originally intended for, for the for the movies anyway. Sure. And then watch this one. Um so and of course I've seen the Avengers, so I know what, what he right. kind of does in that one. Um so kind of piecing in all, all the puzzles yep. to get the <laughs> yeah the the full thor picture was was kind of fun um so i guess i guess you can go first if you want the <laughs> okay. what were your um immediate thoughts or um general impression well i i will say that it doesn't quite stand alone i think if you really don't know what's up when you go into this film you're gonna have to stop and look things up and uh mm -hmm. Also, I uh, part of that, I think, is because the film as it stands didn't really give enough room for the relationships between the characters to develop very well. Mm -hmm. So if you don't already know those developments, then mm -hmm. you as a watcher are not necessarily as invested in the characters and their outcomes. Um, but I disagree wholeheartedly with this comment about how that the one reviewer made about how there are no stakes in the movie. I mean, like the whole nine world universe is about right. to collapse that's yeah. a stake um but otherwise uh i still really enjoyed it i mean it was really yeah. a lot of fun to watch it and i you know like we were talking before we started recording i just said wow it was really a beautiful movie i mean just yeah yeah really I, really visually yeah the yeah. the the colors yeah were rich i think mm -hmm. more than some of the other marvel stuff i think that's a criticism that has been levied against the Marvel Cinematic Universe for some time is mm -hmm. that the colors kind of look flat and right. the back, little gray backgrounds, yep. concrete and stuff, um, which, you know, is a valid, right. that's a valid criticism, you right. know, for all the good they do, you know, all the good things that they've done in their movies. Like, yeah, I mean, and they're shot digitally. They're not shot on film, of right. course. Right. Um, yeah. Cause that's much more expensive. So, yeah. And you need kind of a uniform look other than, a few exceptions, Thor, the dark world being one of them, which yep. looks like the, the colors are just deeper. The shadows are deeper. Mm -hmm. um, and then the guardians movies always look visually very good, okay. I think, but this isn't about yep. those. It's about yep. Thor. Yep. Um, yeah, I did. I did notice that, especially after watching the first one yeah. right before. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah. yeah, I actually, I don't know if I like, the dark world better than the first one, but I mm -hmm. don't think it's that much worse. Okay. Like uh, I was going in, it's expecting like, you know, total slog. Right. And you know, it's not amazing. Right. You know, some, you know, the villain is maybe a little forgettable. Right. Uh, right. To, that's a little harsh, but maybe yeah. not as impactful. Right. He's kind of the villain of the week. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Um, but, he's not any more forgettable than the villain from the first Thor. And there wasn't even really a villain. Okay. It was like the big fight at the end was against this kind of construct called okay. the destroyer. Okay. Which has no personality. It's just 
a, a construct a that yeah. just is meant to destroy things. Okay. And like Loki is like sort of the hidden villain. He okay. reveals himself to be the villain at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's not, he's not an antagonist for the majority of the, or at least the characters don't think he is. Whereas right. this has like an actual yeah. a, a c- consistent antagonist throughout the entire film. Yes. Um, Who is very invested in the outcome. And even if we don't get within, within this, the bounds of this one film, even if we don't get all of this history, I mean, they kind of spend the, the first 10 minutes are, are all exposition and it's all the historical exposition behind mm-hmm. this dark elf and, and all of that. And I'm glad that they did that for, for people like me, but it also just seemed very much like it was being laid out. Here you go. You need to know this information and we're moving on. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I thought the, the beginning was pretty good for people who weren't totally yeah. invested in the MCU. I mean, obviously you need to kind of know yeah. who Thor is and generally oh, yeah. <laughs> like what he's about. And, um, but you know, the dark elves, don't make an appearance before before this movie. Oh, they don't. No. So okay, like all this stuff about the history of the dark elves and the yeah, ether, right? Was just brand new information. Brand, brand new, yeah. For, oh for my this movie was introduced here. So it seems like that could have been its own film. It could have been, you know, the whole story of that battle and that, you know, with the ether and the, you know, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's just that's just me. But no. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's get into. Uh, I guess things that stood out that you liked. Yep. Uh, obviously, we talked about the, the colors and the visuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can go first on this one, sure. uh, and I mentioned this before we started recording. What? Yeah. Uh, Kat Denning's character. Yes. Uh, Darcy. Yes. Uh, more of her. Yes. Please. I know it's a little late to ask for this. Is, <laughs> movie is ten years old, but right. Gosh, I wish we had more of her because yeah, she's she was great. She's great. Funny, especially you know, you've got Thor being. Uh, you know, a Norse god. <laughs> He's right. kind of serious and this kind of Shakespearean kind of uh yeah way of way of talking. Uh um, yeah. And then you've got Darcy just uh doing her own thing. Just uh, kind of yeah, she just seemed to have a great time yeah. walking through that movie. It was yeah. really nice to watch. Yeah. yeah. I uh yeah, kinda wish she was in the movie more. But yeah. Yeah, she was funny. She was good at good at what she was doing, and you know they mm-hmm. they uh, they did utilize the character well for comic relief, and she was mm-hmm. definitely armed with some great mo- moments in the film. So she yeah. was actually, you know, we were talking about a forgettable villain. She was a very memorable side character. I mean, mm-hmm. she was almost a cameo. You know, I mean, she was really yeah. didn't get a whole lot of screen time, and yet that's what we take away from the film is yeah. that, right? So I also thought uh, that Hiddleston, uh, Tom Hiddleston did a great job with Loki. And I know that that's not news to anyone, but there mm. was a moment uh, between uh, he and Hemsworth where Thor is saying, you know, they're about to do their great ruse to trick the evil elf. And, uh, or, and uh, Thor says, you know, I, I really wish I could trust you. And Loki responds, but he really took his time with it and he, timed it perfectly he just said trust my rage and i thought yeah. that was a very nice little piece yeah. of work between those two actors that was good yeah uh yeah i liked yeah the stuff they did with loki and yep. just deepening their relationships yeah um because he is in the first one he is just kind of a you know he he finds out he's adopted essentially okay. uh, in the first one uh okay. he finds out he's not Odin's biological son. Okay. He was 
a giant that was you know stolen by Odin and just raised as his own. Okay. So he's kind of lashing out. Um, but then we discover in this one, you know, when his mm-hmm. adopted mother dies, he is still affected by that. Yes. And, um, yes. Uh, I did. I liked the touch that he is. He when he when Thor confronts him in his cell, he's got the illusion of, mm, of mm-hmm. confident, controlled, and then the illusion drops, and he's just yeah sitting on the floor. Um, another nice moment. It's yep. a good, um, you know, great great moment of show don't tell. Yep, we don't have him saying we don't. You know, he he doesn't just come upon him and he's just like that. He right. has the illusion of because that's who he is. He's the yep. god of. He's a trickster god. He can't let anyone know right uh, what's going on inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's no point where he says, I'm I'm so angry that mother died. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> we get the trust my rage and that, yes. uh, that tells you everything you need to know. Yes. So. Yeah, you're right about that particular scene where, where Thor comes upon him and says, you know, drop the illusions, basically, and he does. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just uh, a lot of night. A lot. That's what happens when you get this culmination of lots of really well-made choices among a collab- collaborative team and mm. you get to see them coming together and it, it gives you only a few seconds but it, when you see it you know that everything went well for that particular or everything yeah. went the way it was supposed to in the end for right. that particular moment yeah um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something else Uh-oh. uh hmm. all right well, okay <laughs> say something well, i'm gonna go, say something so i don't have I'm gonna dead take air us, here right right i'll take us uh to friga uh, play, played by Renee Rousseau, um, who did a fantastic job. She was very regal with that role. I really wish I could have seen the development and some some more relating between she and Odin, that character and Odin, because you had two great actors, and they didn't really deal with each other very much. Mm-hmm. You know, it was only peripheral. Um, but in their moments alone, particularly Renee Rousseau, I thought she handled the, that part quite well. It was very nice to watch her yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, I did remember what I was going to say. Okay. I, I liked that um, Thor was uh, smart in this movie. Yeah. And I don't like. I don't mean that like he's usually dumb or like he makes <laughs> bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, for plot reasons, like he needs mm-hmm. to because a, a lot of movies do that where yeah. a character makes a bad decision because the plot demands that they yeah. do. Um, but in this movie, he, uh, I mean, with the whole, um like escape from Asgard plan. Mm-hmm. He plans that he spearheads that. Yeah. Uh, and typically I think he's, he's kind of the bruiser right, character. Okay. He's the guy, he mean, he's the light God of yeah. thunder. Yeah. Uh, not much nuance there or planning. He kind of charges in head first. Yeah. Um, and swings the hammer. Yeah. But in this one, he like, he breaks down the plan, yeah. um, which also great for the audience. Cause it gives you like a clear, Yep. Path of like, this is where we're going. Yep. Like, yep. here's our goals. Here's how we're going to achieve them. So, right. very clear, linear path. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, he's like, he's not dumb. No, like, he's not. Uh, he, yeah. he plans this whole thing. He incorporates Loki knowing full well mm-hmm. what he's about. Like, mm-hmm. he's a trick, he's the god of trickery. Right. And he kind of still outsmarts him because he, he knows what to expect. He's yep. not fooled. Yep. Um, in fact, he uses that. He knows that that is a, a something yes. he can use to his advantage against yes. uh, uh, Malekith, I believe is the villain's yes. name. Yes, you're right. The Dark uh, Elf. Yep. Uh, so I like that that they gave they gave him that opportunity to like be the the leader, be the the yeah. planner. Um, 
for his little group of friends. Yeah, um, it's, well, it's hard to invest in in a hero who is not as intelligent as you are when you're watching the film, mm-hmm. unless that's the whole point, that's the whole twist of that character. Mm-hmm. And then you need to really exploit it. You can't just sort of have somebody who's just not quite as good at stuff as your audience and call them a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be something very special. But right. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned um, Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. and, and all these great actors, which brings me into um, th- something that uh, didn't work for me. Okay. Because I, obviously I want to be honest about yeah. this movie is, yeah. yeah, I expected a lot more from Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. I felt he was phoning it in a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I mean, he does fine. Yeah. Like, he delivers the lines and yeah. he's he's kind of unless that's on purpose that he's yeah. just kind of cold. Like yeah, you he's know. very kind of distant. I don't know if that was a choice, uh, but he like, in my mind, Odin, I mean, he's the all father, like he can be right. cold and distant, but he should be also like a lot of gravitas. There's, yes, I agree. Especially from yeah. someone like Anthony Hopkins. So I don't yeah. know if he was phoning in or if that was just a choice. I don't, um, know. I, I don't know. I got like, I got, um, Marlon Brando in Superman, the movie vibes, right? Where this, you know, Titan of acting, right? Um, you know, and piece of trivia on Superman, right? Um, Marlon Brando refused to memorize his lines for that movie. Oh, interesting. So, okay. in the scenes where he's like in the Fortress of Solitude or whatever, mm-hmm. or on Krypton, mm-hmm. he's always kind of like looking down. Yeah. off camera it's because he's literally reading his lines oh, wow. he's never like looking at the camera or looking at right. a character it kind of lo- he's like holding his son yeah he's holding the yeah. baby kal-el it kind of looks like he's looking at him but he's actually kind of looking down oh. off camera because he's just reading the lines oh. he, he refused to memorize them so oh. i got uh, yeah i'm not saying that's what anthony hopkins did because uh, that Right. Brando or not, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and obviously Anthony Hopkins has nothing to prove with his right. acting ability. No, I, I agree but with like, you. But like, yeah. I feel like you should, I mean. Yeah, where was his presence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, you, you, you hire Anthony Hopkins to play Odin for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like the gravitas was just missing a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And I, I thought, uh, interestingly, that his voice didn't carry that kind of role. Uh, by itself he's got a he's got a kind of a tenor voice mm-hmm. and that just having a tenor voice shouldn't stop a, a great actor from playing a great character certainly mm-hmm. but when you don't bring your character work around that then yeah. you know really he was just present uh, which actually brings me to another point which is the costumes there were costumes forever and a day in this film and yeah. somebody just uh somebody I, i've got her name where is she wendy partridge did a fantastic job mm-hmm. of conceiving of all of these costumes and, and creating them well but what you had with anthony hopkins it, at least as far as my impression was, was he was standing there in this great costume and he had this great role and he had a fantastic throne and really all he did was just stand there mm-hmm. and just talk but there wasn't a whole lot to it and that's yeah. yeah, I agree. That was missing. Yeah. And, you know, who knows? And of course, who knows if there were scenes that were cut? Right. Who knows if that was a choice? Right. You know, maybe the director said, do it this way. That's or, right. you know, they didn't use a take. You know, it's impossible you to say. Know. You can't know. But also, all we have to judge it is the final product. That's right. So. 
And he is a fine actor. We yeah. don't, that's not in question. He's a fine actor. Yeah. We can, yeah. you know, we can say what if, what if. Um, and it's important to keep in mind that, you know, a lot of stuff goes on mm-hmm. during a filming that will affect it. Mm-hmm. But all, all we ha- have to judge on yeah. is the final work. Yeah. Like we don't, we're not going to judge, you know, a painter on the first couple drafts of the no, painting. Not at all. We're, no. we're, we're judging it on the final work. Yeah. I so, think, I think another thing to consider is that the, because this film was so visually, you know, just stellar. Uh, something I did notice though, was that I was really seeing a story picture by picture by picture. I mean, it was truly a visually told story, which mm-hmm. is the whole point of film. Yeah. And if you consider it that way, then the actors are simply, you know, they're characters, but they're just sitting in this picture. They're, they're images in a picture in, mm-hmm. in maybe a director's mind, a director of photography's mind, whatever it is. But if you're looking at this film as truly the frames in a comic book, frame by frame, yeah. then everybody was fantastic. Because when you look at a comic book like that or a graphic novel, they're not, you're not hearing any voices. You're, not, you're, you're, you're reading into all of the relationships as right. you read the story. So that may be part of it too. Yeah. Um, oops. Uh, any other, any other thoughts or little things that you noticed good or bad? Do you want to mention? I really think that, that those were my main points. I got all of my main points in, so I yeah. don't know how we're doing on time. What are we... Uh, we got a bit left. We got about okay nine minutes left. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, Nice little bit by uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who's uh, <laughs> who we we well those of us who are ancient uh, may remember him from uh, Goodwill Hunting, but it was fun to watch mm-hmm. him play the brilliant professor who was also a little kooky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I think I think overall my thoughts on this film are like, is it is it top tier? No, Mm-mm. I mean, um, but is it more forgettable or worse than? Like even the first Thor, mm. no. Uh, mm. Like, yeah, the villain is lackluster. It's a you know a bit of villain of the week, like right. I said before. But right. also, like that's comic books. Yeah, like you have individual stories, and they fight a villain of the week, and yeah. then uh, you wait for the big, right. the big event thing, and then they fight a real villain that's you know compelling right. and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, he was. For this movie, the villain yep. was, you know, sufficiently threatening, I guess. Right. Like the stakes were high. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The, yeah. Some of the performances were fine. Yeah. I don't think they were like the one reviewer said. <laughs> they were right. unwatchable. I, well, I, I no, wish there were a better. I wish Anthony yeah. Hopkins had a little more. Um, but Kat Dennings was really good. Yeah. I um, wish uh, Natalie Portman had more to do. She, she really didn't have a whole lot to do for about a third of that movie. So, I mean, she really was just passed out for quite a large part yeah. of that movie. <laughs> so she yeah. lay there quite well. So, but, yeah. I mean, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, uh, I do think though the screenplay was structured very well. I mean, you could tell, mm-hmm. you know, I could tell what minute we were in based on when the story changed direction and that you definitely need. And so there's nothing wrong really there. Uh, You know, it just, I think it just kind of, it was missing that spark that they talk about all the time when, you know, that thing that you Mm. can't put your finger on, but that makes something magic even, even when maybe it didn't seem so stellar at first, you know, just missing that spark. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still a good time though. It's a great movie for your kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's I mean that's really the yeah. whole point, really. I mean, it's it's Marvel comics, so like, yeah, exactly. It's based on comic books are yeah. originally intended for children, and yeah. I know that they can be for for all ages, right? But um, you know, primarily, yeah, they should be, you know. They're for, for young people. For children. Yeah, yeah they're, they're for young people. They're for young people. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't, you know, they should be kind of fun and, right. you know, light and have a good message. Yeah. Which I think this movie really this, kind this of did. does pretty well. It yeah. does it, you know, it doesn't do it in super spectacular fashion, but, right. you know, it gets there. Yeah. And the visuals look good and, yep. uh, you know, no, there's no egregious no. plot holes or, or right. contrivances or... um. I don't know, bre- breaking its own rules, yes. yeah. which you That's know, good. is <laughs> some yeah. movies do that and it's, yes. it's easier, easier said than done sometimes. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, it was a, well, I mean, really that's what's it, what else is it supposed to be if not entertainment? And it is definitely entertainment. Yeah, so. right. So um, I would say I agree with the overall IMDb score of 6.8. I would yeah. say that that's fair. Yeah, I, um, I would have to agree with that too. Two, I don't think two out of ten. Nah, no, I think that's being too harsh. Yeah, um, and some I did see some some reviews had it like an eight out of ten. I I, I don't know if I enjoyed it that much, mm-hmm. but it is. I think it is better than yeah people give it credit for. Yeah, it's I, just it's yeah. just a, maybe because it came the year after the Avengers. Maybe uh, the Avengers came out in twenty twelve, and then this movie. May, right. So maybe the. The standard was set so high because the Avengers yeah. really is like a, a tour de force, I think, okay. of of, yeah. <laughs> uh, of comic book movies and just like yeah. the movie in general is just really fun. So maybe after that to kind of go back to, okay, now we're following just Thor and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and um, after, so Loki was the main villain of, of the Avengers. That's why he's uh, okay. in prison okay. at the beginning of the first one. Okay. And he- I did have to look He up. was he very like- very very good in that kind of lead villain role okay. very charismatic mm-hmm. very compelling um okay. and you know to go from obviously he's in the movie but he's not the main villain so, so to go right. to having this very charismatic interesting main villain mm-hmm. to the very next movie it being malekith right <laughs> who doesn't say much, much and he no. not even in english right um, <laughs> that's true and he just kind of walks around um maybe it was kind of a letdown, but yeah. uh, just judging the movie on its own, on its own terms, mm-hmm. um, it's perfectly passable. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, is all it really needed to be, you know, yeah. between, between Avengers movies. Right. That's, you just gotta yeah. have, a, have a good time with the movies. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. Uh, all right. I don't think I have that's, anything no, more I, to I say on it. pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, great, great episode. I think we're gonna wrap it up there. I think okay. we're gonna cut. All That's right. a cut. That's cut. a wrap. All right. See you all next time. All right.